Listen to AM680 or stream us on your PC, tablet, or phone at WCBM.com. The excitement is real as legal sports betting hits home with BetMGM. Take the winning shot and join the action at WCBM.com or on the WCBM mobile app. It's time to bet, play, and win with BetMGM. King Classic Live starts now on Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Welcome back to the second hour of the King Classic Show. And, uh... You gotta wonder how many terrorists are in America and how much damage can they do. We've been victims before. The FBI, how much attention are the FBI pay, paying to the terrorist network? I'll give you an example. I mean, they're busy arresting or investigating parents that are speaking out at school board meetings. They're busy doing that. They're busy going after uh, so-called insurrectionists from January the 6th, 7th. Well, so do they have enough troops to go after the 10,000 terrorists that are in America? And uh, who knows? But anyway, we have enough of our own problems right here in Baltimore County. And there are some people who would think, well, listen, if Johnny Olszewski uh, becomes a Congress member, that means he'll be out of our hair he won't be the county executive anymore. Well, I can tell you that could possibly happen. However, just because he is out of our hair locally doesn't mean his replacement is any better, who I think might be Julian Jones. And i got to tell you, Julian Jones is worse than Johnny Olszewski, if that's even possible. But the fact of the matter is uh, we have some serious problems. Now, one of the members of the council, the seven members, that I think has been doing a fine job, uh, represents the 7th Council District in Baltimore County. That's Todd Crandall. And Todd has, I think, done a fine job, and he has respected his vote. And his vote has always been consistent for the people, not for the politicians, not for the special interests. And there is a policy and a law, it would be a law, uh, proposed by Johnny Olszewski that I think... It's extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous. I want Todd Crandall to talk with us about it. I I know he's opposed to it, and he can explain to you better than I can why this law is, I think, in a way, revolutionary, and it's not good for the people, and it's not good for the council. But I want to thank Todd Crandall for joining us and uh, explaining to us this proposal by... County Executive Olszewski and the impact it would have on the council and on the citizens of Baltimore County. Todd, thanks for uh, joining us today. Good morning, Pat. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, could you just generally outline and explain this bill or this policy? Sure. I'm happy to do so. Uh, Bear with me uh, because it uh, it, it gets a little complex. There's some uh, moving parts to, to all of this. So uh, every 10 years, the county develops a master plan, and uh, we have a, uh, the council has a draft master plan prepared by the Department of Planning, uh, which is almost four years late, by the way, um, that uh, we are now deliberating. Uh, the council met last night, heard testimony from the public on it, and um, uh, the master plan is, is uh, supposed to be a vision document. Um, called it um, aspirational. And um, one of the disturbing items in the master plan is uh, areas in Baltimore County, throughout Baltimore County, and there's 30 of them, uh, over 30 of them, that are defined as what the plan calls retrofit nodes. And uh, in my district alone, there are four of these nodes, uh, four of them in Dundalk. Uh, one is the entire Eastern Avenue corridor in Essex all the way uh, almost out to Carroll Island Road, and there's one in Rosedale. That's the 7th District alone. Um, now, while the plan is supposed to be aspirational, there is a bill that was put forth by the county executive and the administration that uh, it's Bill 324, that is called the Mixed-Use Development Bill. And uh, the bill would allow what is called mixed-use development in those retrofit nodes as defined in the master plan. Those nodes are all business zones. They're, they're zoned commercial. 
And what that bill would do, should it pass, would remove the county council and therefore the people's voice in development decisions in their own communities. It would bypass the council, completely circumvent the council. A developer could follow development plan with Baltimore County and move forward, the, the development review process would move forward in a process run entirely by the county executive's administration. The council would have no say, the people's uh, input would be severely limited, and uh, these things could pop up. Now, 320, Bill 324 also has a component in it that provides taxpayer-funded subsidies for low-income housing. So you could see hundreds, if not thousands, of low-income, subsidized housing built throughout Baltimore County. And this is extremely concerning uh, concerning to me. Uh, it's unprecedented that the uh, county executive and his administration would seek to eliminate the county council from our land use authority as granted by the county charter. Um, if um, if we the, the current process, if a developer proposes a project to a council member, we have a process called a planned unit uh, development process, and that involves the county council vetting the proposal and producing legislation that uh, would allow that proposed project to move through the regular development process. But the people would have a chance to talk to us the council members first, and it's our process in our office that when a developer comes to, to me, I request that the developer go and engage the community at the outset, at the very beginning, before they even make an application to the council for legislation. And that way the community is involved, involved right at the beginning. If Bill 324 passes and uh, all of these retrofit nodes that are in the master plan stay in the master plan, then that process goes away. And I know in your experience, you know that a council member is the closest to the people. We talk to our constituents every day. We know how they feel. But well, yeah, Todd, this would just circumvent the council, and we, we, we would be out of what happens to land use in our own, uh, in our own districts. It's outrageous. It's very outrageous, and it's very dangerous. Uh, the old saying is the government that governs closest to the people is the government that governs best. And I think the council reflects that process, and it's very close. This is a look, this is a fast growing county. I remember when Roger Hayden was the county executive and I worked for the county, we had 620,000 people in Baltimore County. We now have close to 850,000, and we are still growing. This is an active county. Things are in motion. We need a strong council. We need a council closest to the people to protect the people. Uh, I'll give you an example. Around, I live, I'm, you're my councilman, but I, I live in a district where we have the hospital, Franklin Square Hospital. Now, I've been to many of these meetings, and so have you, where there were proposals for housing development or things of that nature, and hundreds of people, literally hundreds of people showed up to offer their thoughts, their opinions in most cases, were not for that particular development, or they wanted it changed. Some of the developers wanted 500 units. When the process was over, it was accepted, but it was 200 units. But to give you an example, Franklin Square Hospital, people always complain. They say, look, the, the traffic is going to be backed up. The uh, schools are going to be overcrowded with this new development. And, well... I was at one of these events around uh, the development around Franklin Square Hospital, and I brought up the subject of the hospital, and I got a standing ovation. People said, we never thought about that. Mm -hmm. The hospital is already over. We have the worst emergency room services in the nation. We're last in the nation in emergency room services, and the developers wanted to develop 1,700 units in the general White Marsh area. Now, David Marks, the councilman for the area, has been fighting this and fighting it fairly successfully so far. But I don't know if that's a node, like you're mentioning the nodes, I don't know if that's a node area or not or a node zone, but if it was, 
they could plop 1,700 units on top of us. With, without Councilman Marks or the council weighing in at all. That's absolutely uh, correct. And, and, and you bring up a, a, a good point. Uh, one of my constituents uh, testified last night, and she uh, brought up the, the fact she's a community leader over in the Eastwood community, which I know you know well. They, uh, uh, she brought up the, the subject of, of that there are only two hospitals that serve uh, the Essex and Dunlop area, Hopkins, Bayview, and Franklin Square. But it brings up the subject of infrastructure. Um, uh, we have overcrowded schools throughout Baltimore County, and now we're talking about bringing in more and more people in apartments, and the infrastructure is not built to handle it. So uh, this, the, this master plan and legislation that circumvents the council uh, could potentially not take into account adequate public facilities, schools, hospitals, roads. Sewer. We have an overburdened wastewater treatment plant at Back River uh, uh, Wastewater Treatment Plant. So um, this is, um, uh, uh, as far as vision and a plan, uh, this is unacceptable, especially for the eastern part of, of Baltimore County. Well, Councilman, uh, what what does it accomplish, and who does it benefit? Well, I, you know, uh, there uh, the. The, the county was sued years ago uh, by the federal government and some other parties, and there was a settlement agreement that uh, Kevin Kamenetz uh, at the time was the county executive. Uh, he signed a settlement agreement to settle that lawsuit, and that lawsuit, uh, the settlement said that the uh, county would have to build so many affordable housing units over a certain period of time and commit a certain amount of money towards that effort. And um, there was a map that went along with that settlement agreement that identified areas in Baltimore County that uh, would be appropriate for affordable housing. Now, the 7th District was largely excluded from that map due to the uh, high volume of housing vouchers that we already have. The 7th District has uh, probably the second most housing vouchers in Baltimore County. So... Um, uh, this would uh, basically make that map obsolete and um, uh, and 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 put these high density apartment units uh, in our district and in other places. Uh, the folks in in Lutherville, which is uh, Councilman Katz's district, uh, they are livid. Kingsville, uh, get ready. Well, uh, well, all of Baltimore County, get ready. Yes, and, indeed. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not prepared for this influx, and um, if the uh, uh, if there, I'm not necessarily opposed to mixed use development. Uh, I've seen it around the country used as a revitalization tool. However, those land use decisions, when a project falls outside of current zoning classifications, those land use decisions come before the council. And that's where they should come that's from. where they should be. The county executive exactly. should not have that kind of authority because there's a lot attached to this, uh, Councilman. The county executive almost becomes a dictator on land use subjects, and he also gets more access to the developers who fund campaigns. There's money involved here. The yeah. count, they, council members collect money from uh, uh, developers uh, with, with fundraising. Now the, ca- they, the county executive is going to have all the fundraising power from the developers who put a lot of money into this stuff. But I, I'm going to tell you a little story uh, Believe it or not, Kevin Kamenetz and I were good friends. We, uh, we we were friends for many years before he became county executive, and I used to visit with him like once a week, and we'd talk. It was funny because we would fight with one another. But uh, he uh, talked to me about that lawsuit one time, and he said, Pat, I could have defeated that lawsuit. That lawsuit was frivolous. He said, but you know, I believe in affordable housing, so why should I you know, take it on. Uh, If I was county executive, I would have defeated it and got rid of it. In fact, I believe to this day that lawsuit could be taken to uh, court 
and defeat it because it was frivolous and it was based on false pretenses accusing Baltimore County of racism, which did not exist and could not be proven. But the fact of the matter is, now it doesn't even matter, as you pointed out, it's immaterial because we can be flooded through legislation if that's passed. Now, you guys have to vote on it. What are your thoughts about that bill? what do you think? Three uh, twenty-four. I, I, I think that my colleagues on the council have 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 concerns on uh, Bill three twenty-four. I I know that Councilman Catch and Councilman Marks uh, have um, uh, they they are opposed. Um, uh, I can uh, we we have drafted a, a letter that will uh, will go out shortly from from all of us. Uh, so there are three votes against. So um, you need to get would, one Democrat. I would well. I would imagine that uh, the administration is is working with Democrats pretty hard uh, in order to uh, to get uh, four votes uh, to to pass the bill. So I I am concerned that Bill three twenty four passes. So when the master plan comes to a vote which is scheduled for this upcoming Monday, and I believe that we're going to delay it because there are other problems with the master plan that uh, we need to address, and I'm not sure that we're going to have the time to address them before Monday night, so we may delay the, the, the vote on the master plan. But I'm moving amendments to the master plan that will remove the nodes from the 7th District, and I know other members of the council are also looking at removing or modifying those retrofit nodes in their own districts. Now, I want to bring up something. Since you were in the General Assembly and you understand how it works, um, we're being we're, we're being attacked from all angles, and I wanted to bring your attention to House Bill Three and Senate Bill Three Fifty Six. Uh, same bill. All right, that's important, five. Councilman. Hold on for two yeah. minutes. We got to take a break. We'll be right yes, back. Sir. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is Sean Casey. If you're embarrassed to smile or aren't able to eat the foods you enjoy due to loose, broken, or missing teeth, you should call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team at Baltimore Periodontics right away to schedule a free 30-minute implant consultation. Even if you've hated going to the dentist your whole life, you'll love Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his team. They're the most talented, compassionate, and caring people you could ask for. And they use sedation techniques to make sure that you're completely relaxed and comfortable during treatment. If you want to have that beautiful smile and healthy mouth that you deserve, they are the experts. They're in network with a number of medical insurance companies for that life-changing, full-arch, teeth-express, teeth-in-a-day implant treatment, helping to save you thousands of dollars. Call Dr. Ari Moskowitz and his expert team at Baltimore Periodontics, 410-744-6088. That's 410-744-6088. And get started on the road to better health and a happier smile. The Great Scale Model Train Show is here for two days only, this Saturday and Sunday at the Timonium Fairgrounds. The largest scale model train show in the Mid-Atlantic with more than 700 tables of trains and train-related items. And this weekend, you can see a 70-foot scale model of the Susquehanna Railroad Bridge, plus a 960-square-foot Lego block layout with operating trains, exclusively at the Great Scale Model Train Show. Special family prices, acres of free parking, and kids under 16 are free with an adult so don't miss it you've never seen anything like the great scale model train show call 301-221-7996 for more information or visit us online at gsmts.com the largest scale model train show in the mid-atlantic is here for two days only this saturday and sunday at the timonium state fairgrounds let's go to the train show 
Join Gil Kuda for On the Money now on Sundays from 9 a.m. to 10, exclusively on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Gil will take your calls on how to live a worry-free retirement. Gil Kuda, Aegis Capital, member FINRA SIPC. The latest headlines are just minutes away at 30 past the hour. It keeps you updated with the latest changes that are happening throughout the world. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, listening to the Kim Klasik program. I'm Pat McDonough sitting in for Kim today. We are talking with our special guest, Councilman Todd Crandall, telling us about a very, very dangerous and scary bill, Bill 324, that the county executive is promoting, literally giving him dictatorial power over land use issues, stripping away the council's involvement and essence taking away the power from the people but before we broke for the news todd crandall the councilman was going to talk to us about something that's happening in the maryland general asylum i mean maryland general assembly uh some legislation councilman uh what were you talking about sure well thank you for the extra time pat but um i i think it's important for for everyone to be aware of uh house bill three uh that was cross-filed in the senate as uh, senate bill 356 uh, these bills would undermine uh, local authority, specifically the council. Uh, the bills would require Baltimore County to construct and implement an expedited review process. That's, that's the expedited review process is in the bill uh, for affordable housing projects, as well as an expedited process for zoning changes. So we could see addition if that bill passes in the General Assembly, we could see additional legislation coming down the pike that would, again, circumvent the council's land use authority. We control the zoning classifications in in Baltimore County, not the executive branch. But this bill would move all of those powers to the executive branch. And as you said, the people would lose their voice. They would lose their, their council member's voice, and they would largely be eliminated from the whole development review process. Now, the, 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 one of the reasons that is so important, not only the decisions on land use, but when a proposal comes to a council member for a project that falls out of, uh, that, that does not fall within current zoning regulations, if there's community support for the project, we can then negotiate with a developer a community benefit. We can negotiate design standards, uh, uh, put design standards into the, the enabling legislation. Uh, we can uh, negotiate, and uh, as you, you mentioned before in your story about uh, the 1,700 units proposed in, in or not 1,700, the, the, the scenario where a, a development proje- uh, proposal was for 500 units got dropped down to 200. Well, we, we can control the uh, amount of dwelling units allowed in a particular project. If these bills pass, in the, the, the local Bill 324 and these bills in the General Assembly pass, the council would have no opportunity for a community engagement and to negotiate the terms with a developer on what the, the project should be, what it should look like, how many units, etc. Well, the governor and the state government and the state administration and the state senate and the delegates have consistently over the years pushed and promoted transferring power away from the people, away from the local government, and into state government. They have consistently done this through legislation, and the local legislators, in essence, have supported that and taken that power away from the people. Uh, The Kerwin decision is an example. The Kerwin decision, the county taxpayers are putting all kinds of money into a state program. Todd, I want to mention you will be with us Saturday night on Super Citizen Radio. Uh, We'll be able to talk more about these issues. But thank you for tuning in today, for calling in today. we got to take a break for the news. We'll see you Saturday night. Uh, We'll talk more about this after the news. I'm Thomason. 
The full House to consider impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas over his handling of the border crisis, the unceasing flood of illegal aliens and deadly drugs into the U.S. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis says Ilhan Omar ought to be kicked out of Congress and the country. This after Omar said her primary job in Congress is looking after the interests of Somalia. No specifics, but the White House says President Biden has decided how to retaliate for the deadly attack by Iran-backed rebels on American service personnel in Jordan. Iran-backed Houthi rebels continue stirring up trouble in the Red Sea, launching another anti-ship cruise missile It was shot down by a U.S. Navy destroyer. No damage or injuries. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 35 points. The Nasdaq down 220 points. More details. SRNnews.com. Want to go to a place to dine that will really wow you with outstanding food at friendly prices? Discover romantic dining at Bud's at Silver Run Restaurant. Bud's at Silver Run is a multiple award winner of Best Restaurant of the Area. Their crab egg roll may be the best appetizer in the state. Their filet mignon is superb, and their homemade soups, salads, and entrees are out of this world. Valentine's Day reservations are now being accepted. Tell Ken and Brooke or their fine staff that you heard about them on the radio. Just Google B-U-D-S or Bud's at silverrun.com. I'm Chris Serbeck, president of CrestLock.com. If you're looking for an access control system, security cameras, or locksmith service, it's getting harder and harder to know who you are dealing with. Fake websites and misinformation leave you wondering who you can trust. I have built a state-of-the-art showroom and mobile showroom where you can see and evaluate working systems before you spend any money. Please visit us at 10015 Plasky Highway or call us at 410-256-7800 to see CrestLock.com's mobile showroom at your site. Just go to CrestLock.com. Looks and feels like January today, but after today, the sun is out and the temperatures warm up. Nice little dose of almost springtime. Today, though, cloudy and dry, 46. Tomorrow, sunshine and southerly winds mean a warmer afternoon, 55 the high. Friday, we may see a shower, too. Not much rain, 50 the high Friday. I'm meteorologist Terry Smith from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBM. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. QC Kinetics patient Robert Patterson, a veteran and business owner, struggled at work and in the gym with chronic, agonizing shoulder pain. Those injuries just continue to nag, and if you don't treat them, they just get worse. And I just kind of abused my body for a long time, and it finally had said enough is enough. That's okay, because QC Kinetics tells your pain, hey, enough is enough. They're regenerative treatments bring you relief by helping restore and repair damaged tissue with no drugs, no downtime, and best of all, no surgery. I was able to exceed the goals that I had previously attained in the gym. It was absolutely worth its weight in gold so I could continue to live life without limitation. Ready to get lasting relief from your joint pain? Call QC Kinetics to learn more about how natural biologic treatments can get you lasting results. Call now. It's a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 410-989-PAIN. That's 410-989-PAIN. 410-989-PAIN. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small businesses, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. 
Forget about Macy's, Kohl's, or Target. The real deal for merchandise is at the WCBM store. Go to WCBM.com, that's WCBM.com, and explore the wide range of goods that we have for our WCBM listeners, like mugshot tees, hoodies, duffel bags, and so much more. Explore our unique collection and get some of our swag. Get yours now and own a piece of the conversation at the WCBM store, WCBM.com. On the next morning drive with Casey and Elliot, Maryland Democrats reveal their juvenile crime plans, and we'll talk about the Fairness in Girls Sports Act. Thursday morning, 6 to 9, Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Welcome back, everybody. This is Kim, Kim Klasik Live, and uh, this is Pat McDonough. I'm not as attractive as Kim, but I'm getting there. I'm working on it. But anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in to WCBM and uh, listening to the program today. I think we've been very helpful. Now, the councilman, Todd Crandall, is a councilman in the uh, Dundalk, Essex, Middle River area. And I'm going to tell you, this guy, he's a Republican, but he is the epitome of what a member of the county council or the city council should be. He really works closely with the people and we hope and we pray and we should support Todd in fighting this Bill 324 where they're creating nodes. We're now living in nodes, nodes that the uh, developers and the uh, cal- uh, county executive can put whatever the heck they want to put in there. Uh, but anyway, the state, Todd was talking about the legislature, the Democrat control of the Maryland state, the governorship and the Senate and they have always tried to expand the power of the state over local government. They want to take the power away from the people. They want to take it away from the people. They want to put it down in Annapolis. The best example I can give to you is the Kerwin education stuff, right? Three billion dollars a year. We're going to pay three billion dollars a year to educate our young people. Right now, they can't read or write. They, rec- they can graduate, but they can't read or write. But uh, we're going to make that better. We're going to fix that for $3 billion a year. But the way the state legislators and the governor set this bill up is that a lot of it will be paid for by the counties. Now, even the mayor, the Democrat mayor, Mayor Squeegee or Mayor Chiapet, he uh, was upset last year when he had to make the first payment into the Kerwin bill. It was $80 million for the city. And he got upset, and he told the governor, we can't afford that. And the governor said, tough you know what. So uh, now Baltimore County, I don't know how much Olszewski made us pay, but this is an example of when the state takes control of local education. Now they're taking control of local zoning. They already take control of all kinds of other things. And the county is losing its democracy. The people in the county at the local level are losing their democracy. You won't be able to go and visit someone like Councilman Todd Crandall when they want to build 500 housing units down the street from the school. You won't be able to go to Councilman Todd Crandall and say, Councilman, let's work together. Let's set up a community meeting. Let us talk with the developers and see what we can work. You won't be able to do that. You won't be able to do that. Can you imagine a county executive that has total control over developers? Do you know how much money developers give to and provide to council members and politicians and the county executive as a total dictator with complete authority over all the developers the money he's going to be able to raise or she's going to be able to raise going to be tremendous. So <clears throat> this is the kind of stuff we've got to fight against. Now, I wanted to ask the councilman, are the people alert on this? That's why I had him on today. That's why I invited him on for you, for you folks. I know all about it. I wanted you to hear about it. I want to know, are you people going to do anything out there? Are you going to contact Councilman Crandall? Are you going to contact Johnny Olszewski? After all, he wants to run for Congress. I mean, are the council people, are the citizens, and it's not only in eastern Baltimore County, it's everywhere. You people out in Kingsville, you better wake up. They're coming after you. Listen, 
you got to be calling Golsheski and say, you want me to support you for Congress? You're putting up 900 speed cameras all around the county. You want to take away the authority of my local councilman and me on development? You're doing all of this and you want me to vote for you for Congress? What are you, insane? Are you an egomaniac? What is it? You know, but the question is, I say this to everybody. I've said it before. There are two types of people out there. Most of the ones listening to this program and listening to WCBM are what I call super citizens. The definition of a super citizen is the following. A super citizen serves America and his community or her community full time. Who Who is the other person? I call them missing link citizens. They're missing links. They're not at the community meetings. They're not at the voting booth. They're not on the phone calling the council or the county executive or maybe even, I hate to say this, casting a stupid vote for somebody like Johnny Olszewski. Well, that's it. Super citizens are missing links. What are you? What are you? What do you think you are? Well, I hope you're a super citizen because you are being called to duty right now. You're going to have to rise to the occasion because this is going to affect us. It's going to affect us in a bad way. And then there are these two legislative bills that uh, the councilman revealed to us that I didn't know about, House Bill 3 and Senate Bill 356. Now, uh, this is the governor, as my wife likes to refer to him as the smiling turtle. This is the governor who wants to take power on putting Section 8 housing in Baltimore County. Section 8 housing all over. Like, we don't have enough. Please give us more Section 8 housing. We don't have enough. You know, we don't have enough population in uh, Baltimore County. So this is the two bills. Uh, so call your local legislators. You not only call the uh, the uh, council people, you call your local legislators in Baltimore County. We have senators and delegates in Baltimore County. Better vote against this bill, because even if Johnny O's bill fails, this baby's going to hurt us. So once again, this is the state coming in and taking over the county's responsibilities, taking over the county's authority, taking away your power. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. All right, let's take a call from Dave. Dave, good morning. Uh, yeah, a call about the uh, speed camera expansion, which I just heard a little bit about here and there. I, I don't think that would be a good idea to have unlimited speed cameras all over Baltimore County. It's just, it's just for that, collection. It's just to take money out of your wallet. I do think there's a big problem with the street racing out on the highways that I see all the time. If, now, if they wanted to do something on that, you know, I would probably be supportive of that. But having uh, a speed camera on every single residential road in, in Baltimore County, um, for, for one main reason, I mean, you go down to the District of Columbia where they have that, basically have, have cameras everywhere, and you have everybody driving exactly 25 miles an hour, the exact speed limit, and it's... It's just very oppressive to drive it under conditions like that. Listen, it's just designed to make more money for the government, to spend more money, to grow government, and take away our freedom. That's all. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. You don't need 900 speed cameras in Baltimore County. We've, we've lived with them. We've lived without them. Yes, there are some erratic drivers. There are some bad drivers. You can do speed bumps. You can do enforcement. You can do a lot of things, like you say, maybe on the main roads, on the questionable roads. I, I do think they should do something about the racing, the people racing around. Oh, my uh, God. Put them in jail, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, uh, they're taking away our freedom. That's what it's all about. It's incrementalism, chipping away, and giving it to the state and then giving it to the federal government. Uh, that that Kerwin bill, that education bill, is a classic example. Taking $100 million a year out of Baltimore County to give to the state, and we could use that money. And I'll tell you where in a minute. It's going to shock you. Here's another one a lot of people don't know about. I didn't know about it up until two weeks ago. The defunding of the Baltimore County Fire Department. Thank you, Dave. Now, this is scary. I want you to listen to this. 
the Baltimore County Fire Department. We have a situation where it is not being funded properly. Worse than the police. Remember the defunding the police? Well, the Black Lives Matter, they won that fight. They won it. How many cops? We 300 short, Baltimore County. 1,000 short, Baltimore City. Don't let them give you that 500 short. When Sheila Dixon was the mayor of Baltimore City, she had 1,000 more cops than they have now. They're 1,000 short. Black Lives Matter won that battle. We can't find cops, and we have young cops quitting. Now we're doing the defunding of the fire department. You know, Baltimore County, let me tell you something about Baltimore County. Baltimore County has an elderly population that is second in the nation only to Florida per capita. Florida is the only state in the nation that has more seniors living there than we have in Baltimore County per capita. And you know what that means? Unfortunately, it means strokes, heart attacks, health issues. And that means we need our EMTs. We need our emergency medical people. We need them to come. We are shutting them down in Baltimore County. We are shutting them down. That fire in Catonsville last week, that woman died. That was one engine short. They were shut down. They're shutting down not the firehouses. They're shutting down the engines, the fire engines, whatever that means. Okay? They're not fully funding. And where is the fire chief? Where is she? Is she an advocate for the firefighters? Is she an advocate for the fire department? I'm telling you, when you're losing your firefighters, it's bad enough you're losing your police. But when you're losing your firefighters, when you're losing your medical people, and you're not doing anything about it, Johnny Olszewski wants to go to Congress, and the fire department, which he's in charge of, is dying, losing people. How many people are going to die as a result of this policy, this failure? Wake up. And this guy wants to go to Congress? I'm telling you, Baltimore County has serious problems. Serious problems. The police, the education system, the firefighters. I'm going to be meeting with the firefighters. Valerie and I are meeting with the firefighters. Uh, now, the regular firefighters, they got to watch what they say because, you know, they could be intimidated. We're meeting with the retirees. We want to find out if we can get Baltimore County people to become super citizens and to fight for their firefighters, to fight for their fire stations. You lose a loved one, you lose grandpa or grandma because somebody didn't show up or they showed up 20 minutes late. I think you'll become a super citizen, right? Well, anyway, we have some problems. We have some problems. At the same time, this guy's running uh, for Congress, he can't run the county. He can't manage the county. Well, he can manage it pretty good for the developers. He can manage it pretty good uh, for the special interests. He can manage it very well for Section 8 housing. He can do all of that management and get a golden uh, award. But what about the people? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. All right. Well, Give us a call here. Express your thought. Get on the line. Start talking to me. 410-922-6680. Give us a call. 1-800. If you're long distance, you're down on the shore someplace. Uh, 1-800-922-6600. Uh, All right. We're going to take a call. We don't have a lot of time, but we'll hold this fellow over if uh, we need to. Tom, good uh, good good morning. I'm thinking of my nighttime show. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, all these things you're talking about, I'll make it quick. The problem is the people, you talk about super citizens, so many people just don't pay attention. They don't really understand how all these things can roll right up to them, like you're talking about the fire that happened in Catonsville. They never think it's going to happen to them. They're going to need the government to be responsible and accountable. I mean, you've got people like this David Trone running. For, for the senator. In his first campaign ads, he was talking about how heartbroken he, heartbroken he was when his nephew died from a drug overdose. Last year, they, they, they had a bill in Congress to do something about the border. All right? Not one Democrat voted for that bill. So David Trone, who's currently a congressman, please don't tell me how heartbroken you are about your nephew when you couldn't lift a finger to do anything about it. 
Yeah, and he voted to allow all the criminals to come out of the federal prisons, too. Yeah, yeah, he's and he talks about all this money. Now now his big campaign ad is, is the teachers need more money. In Baltimore County, the school budget is over $2.5 billion. I don't know exactly where all that money goes, but I know they've got enough money to run their schools. They don't need another dime right now. No, they're over. Let me tell you, they're not overpaid, but I will say this. Uh, the administration, they got a lot of money going into the administrators. These kids, look look at the numbers, look at the results. They, we test for everything. The kids can't read or write, but they're still graduating. Yeah. I mean, I don't want the teachers to have to pay for the supplies for the students. The problem is it's not getting to the right place. There's plenty of money. But like you said, it's going to administrators and not to the teachers and the students. And also they're fighting, the politicians are fighting against homeschooling. They're fighting against charter schools. Uh, In the red states, where I keep reminding people, we are in the middle of a civil war in America. It's not a hot civil war at this point. We're not shooting one another. But it is a cold civil war. It's between the red and the blue. There are 26 red states in America. Every single state that's a red state in America is either eliminating its state tax reducing its state tax, or does not have a state tax. And every one of them is promoting charter schools and private schools. The blue states are all against it, and Maryland, of course, is the king-queen of blue states in America. Yeah, well, the people really need to step it up this time. You are right, Tom. That's my pet peeve. There are too many missing links around here. Right. All right, thank you, Tom. All right, we need to take a couple minutes break. We'll be right back for our callers. Hi, it's Bruce Elliott. You've been hearing me talk about rescue supplements for years. Well, Rescue Natural Supplements has launched a free personalized health survey that prioritizes all of your health goals. Whether you've been taking rescue products for years or don't know where to start, in just five minutes, discover tailored rescue supplements that fill the gaps in your nutritional needs. That means no more guessing on products at the store or ignoring the issues altogether. The best part, right now, you get a whopping 50% off recommended products after completing the survey. Now, to get started, go to res-q.life. Again, that's res-q.life, or call 800-26-ALIVE, that's 800-262-5483, to get help from a knowledgeable rescue product consultant. I took the short survey, and let me tell you, I was blown away to see my results. So don't wait. Visit res-q.life and get 50% off recommended products today. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. That's Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. It's Super Bowl time, and now's the best time to place your bets on BetMGM. And it's real easy when you go to WCBM.com and sign up. Right now, BetMGM has an offer that can't be beat. For new sign-ups on the WCBM.com website, Bet $5 and get $158 instantly in bonus bets. Super Bowl, MGM, and WCBM.com. Now that's a powerful trifecta. Sign up today. Go to WCBM.com now. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Wednesday on the show, I told you we were winning. Two January the 6th defendants have been released ahead of the Supreme Court decision on obstruction of an official proceeding. Plus, Harvard's chief diversity officer apparently has committed plagiarism, too. This is so good. Noon to 3 on WCBM. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in today, and let us talk with, uh, I believe it's Rich, over there in uh, good old Catonsville. Good morning, Rich. Good morning, Pat. Uh, Good to hear your voice on the radio. Thank you. Uh, I uh, was taken by your your uh, the information you put on earlier about the uh, possibilities of terrorism. Uh, given the numbers the FBI agents, uh, intelligence has given recently about how many people, how many potential terrorists there are crossing that border or could be. And, uh, I think you are conservative, really, on the number, on the number, not only conservative about it, but I just want to put a scenario out to you and the, and the audience. What if, um, 10,000, 10,000 terrorists Organized terrorists, China, Russia, Middle East, um, are to get, uh, uh, are spread out around the country. And what if, we've been hearing a lot, 
uh, about fentanyl coming over that border. Tons and tons of fentanyl. That fentanyl is certainly hurting our young kids, hurting our people. But I think the volume of fentanyl coming over, we better think a little bit more about how that fentanyl could be used. Think about aerosol spray. Think about those agents, those uh, terrorist agents, dressed up in the uniforms to keep them protected. And they go out, and they, 10,000 of them on a given time, or at least over the course of time in the, in the, in the time zones, are given the order to go and go to the, you know, urban areas, huge urban areas, uh, New York and Chicago, Baltimore, you name it, Philly, all over the country, and strike. Do you think there's a police uh, uh, outfit anywhere in the country that could, could stop that, that thing? You mentioned that they're using guns. I think they're going to use uh, something like an aerosol spray that will kill thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. Well, they're certainly capable. They're certainly yeah, capable. We need to understand that these countries are sophisticated in technology, and they're ruthless. Yes, the technology gap, uh, the, the technology gap no longer exists between the United States and the terrorists in other countries. It's, uh, but here is the thing. Is there a plan? Is the FBI, is the government, are they, do they have a plan? They don't seem to give a damn. They don't seem to care. The border is wide open. There's no plan, although the law exists. Executive orders could clean that up overnight. But they're already in here, and they're putting them in buses and taking them all over the place. And you're right. I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm looking for a Tet Offensive coming at some yeah, point. Absolutely. I think that's a good analogy. And, and also... Uh, you know, they, the, the, they, have, we have to rely on intelligence to track these air, these groups down when they're coming in. And I don't think we got it. I really don't. Well, think we you're got right. It. The intelligence is what has always given us the edge to know. And look, we didn't have it on 9/11. Nope. We didn't have it there, and there were a lot of obvious uh, tactics and incidents that occurred that could have told us about it or maybe it did and somebody didn't get the message no i'm very concerned about it i'm thinking listen rich forget about the terrorists with a 9-11 how about already look at the people the palestinian hamas supporters the radical left teaming up in the streets (coughs) trying to tear down the white house yeah. What's yeah. going to happen at the Chicago Convention for the Democrats with Biden there? They're going to try to tear down Chicago. Uh, you know, Pat, the closer we come to the election, the more compressed their time, their time is, the enemy's time is, time frame is, because they don't want Trump in there. That's for damn sure. So um, we have a timeline that <laughs> ends with the election. There's going to be some time between now and the election. It's going to be a hot spot, right? Rich, we got a break for the Unstoppable News. Thanks for the call. prostate secretly being destroyed without you knowing it? All the ads for these prostate pills like Super Beta Prostate, Saw Palmetto, Prostastream, Prostagenics, and others. Want to know which pills work and which are garbage? Now you can. Get a free copy of the new guide Prostate Secrets that pulls back the curtain on the prostate pill industry. Learn what is really in these pills. Which pill has over 987 adverse event reports filed against it with the FDA? It's shocking. Learn the one food to avoid that is a prostate killer and discover the three so-called health foods that destroy your prostate. Get your free copy at ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. This free guide will show you how to end your prostate problems without drugs or surgery, five important things to do to protect your prostate, and much more. Warning, this guide is controversial and may be offensive to some readers as it pulls no punches. So go to ProstateSecrets.com. ProstateSecrets.com. That's ProstateSecrets.com. 
WCBM Baltimore is Talk Radio 680 AM and 99.9 FM in Hartford County. Baltimore's listening. 